everyone, and welcome back to another episode of MMM Cast or Cast. Uh, does Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. We are on episode 13 now. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for our first time doing this live in quite a while. We're still working out some of the kinks, so we appreciate your patience as we figure that all out and get all of our bandwidths and frames and whatnot all put together for the future. Um, but I'm super excited to dive in tonight. Uh, who has my recap from last week? Yes. I can take it. I thank you. Awesome. Mr. Uh, Finnick. I definitely have it pulled up right now. That's exactly what I was doing. (laughs) 100% have it pulled up. Cast. You're professionals. Um, The giant Nautilus was a ship. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to get that cliffhanger off because... Ooh, it's a good one. <laughs> um, so from what I remember, um, we approached this uh, giant vessel, which turned out to be a living thing with many sphincters. Um, we, so sne- many sphincters. <laughs> we sneakily uh, went up, uh, it was relatively close to the Nautilus, and we sent uh, Dr. Shivers MD out to scout around, see what's going on. He found uh, a few dis disgusting life forms in there just waiting to die um we uh he found a a few different levels of the ship um three life forms on the first level uh and a fourth uh kind of this like shambling mass of different uh, creatures um and then the other three uh kind of smaller creatures poking at it um a few habitation chambers um, went up a, a level, found another uh, slightly larger uh, creature, um, this one having a, 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 some disgusting tentacles on its face. Um, octopus face. Octopus face, <laughs> perfect. Um, from there, we snuck to the back of the ship and um, tried to use the ballista to break open the door, but it was frozen to the deck and we couldn't kind of turn it around. So we ended up blasting in the doors, um, going for the little creature's um, asking Z repeatedly if this is what he wanted to do, and he said yes, and we slaughtered them all, including the the big mass of yes, uh, different did. parts. Um, yes, it was a slight, slightly bigger. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it was pieces of reindeer, dwarf, and elf, and human, all sewn together. Mm. Definitely parts that should be together. Tasty, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> from there, the other slightly larger creature came down uh, later uh, we found out that it was a no millithid uh, came down and uh, actually did some pretty significant damage uh, well first Altus was going one-on-one with the thing did pretty significant damage to Altus and got him down on the second floor unbeknownst to the rest of the party um, it made its way down and did uh, a number on myself and Z I think almost downing us both yeah. and oh, potentially yeah. killing us both oh yeah um, but, uh, kind of the VIP of this whole fight, uh, our dearest Tempest, uh, was able to, uh, or Tranquil, was it Tranquil that did it? Did what? We, we did, like, the <laughs> final blow on this creature. Uh, Tempest couldn't hurt it, so I think it was me. <laughs> no, the Illithid, not the, the other creature. Oh, I don't remember. Wait, what was the question? Either way, it was a group effort. Either way, a group, the group uh, collectively uh, was able to take down this creature. 
Um, and from there, we uh, did a, a little bit of resting and licking our wounds. Uh, we did some investigation of the ship, but that's where we left off, uh, from what I remember. You had killed two nomalithids. You knocked out the first one, and a second one came down the stairs immediately after it. And that was where we ended for the night, as y'all were starting to um, consider exploring the ship, what to do with it, what to do from there. Um, I was opening and, crates looking for explosive materials. Yes. Um, and from there, let's pick it up. Hang on. Let me close this extra tab on boner weevils. And then there we go. Is that message still getting sent out? Yes. That, that was, yeah. I believe, the last thing that we went over last time was that the message um, yeah. is still being pulsed into the universe. Um, I want to go explore the next level. Okay, so well, we'll start I with asked, Z then. Maybe ask you that. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. So I, I would have passed it on. But yeah, it's it's still going, and that's I'm I want to take off to try to figure out how to stop it. I'll go with you. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and move your guys's bodies where I think they are. Altus, are you still downstairs then? Um, I don't think I had moved from where uh, Tempest brought me back to life for the upteenth time. <laughs> and that um, was upstairs where, uh, where yeah. that had happened. Um, I think I am going to go rejoin the party. Altus okay. is uh, kind of licking his wounds and would like to uh, not venture away from the safety of numbers. Excellent. And I believe we had decided also that y'all had gotten a short rest at the end of last time if you would want to take whatever is necessary from that. Um, so looking at Z and Tempest, as you end up up the stairs, um, you are in another open space. Um, it's kind of similar to that deck that you used to even get on the ship in the first place. Uh, this is a middle deck that has a cowl hanging over it. Mounted on the deck is another forward-facing ballista like you saw on that level below. Um, the walls are lined with ballista bolts waiting to be used. Don't see anything as far as like transmission or... This is just open. There is another one of those, um, of those round uh, opening, closing kind of fleshy doors in the wall behind you. Sphincters. Will, Just I say will, sphincters. <laughs> it was trying so hard. I will go touch the next sphincter. Uh, if, the, if the doors look like this, I wonder what the engine looks like. I, I Z, as soon that. as you get within five feet of the door, it automatically opens. Oh. You feel a small like telepathic touch as if it registers you. That's creepy. I don't like this. I don't feel that, right? No. Okay. <laughs> is it um, noticeable to everybody? Like, do we see it all like, open as he walks up to it? Uh, it just Tempest. Uh, the rest of you are still downstairs. So with them being on a level above you, you could probably hear that kind of squelchy sound as the flesh opens up, um, but not actually see it unless you join them. Uh, it opens up into a uh, room inside and again while uh it's freezing out on this open deck as soon as you feel that open it's like a blast of warmth coming through you as the air's a good 50 degrees warmer inside than it is in this frigid outside area 
Um, crystals protrude from the chitinous ceiling of this oddly shaped room. Some of the crystals are lit and others are flickering or burned out. Some cracked uh, plates of chitin have been pried loose from the walls in places, exposing cavities filled with tangled masses of black tubes. Scattered across the floor are unusual looking tools. I start attacking the tubes. <laughs> um, don't yeah. stop you. Oh, okay. I'm about to swing. <laughs> oh, no, I don't stop you. Go. Oh, you don't stop me. <laughs> oh, fuck no. I want this place to burn. <sighs> okay. um, do they bleed? As, uh, they do. You get this like inky, thick black substance starts to spray from each of them that you break, and then it sort of tapers off until it's just glug, glug, glugging out onto the floor. Anyone who's watched me and Jake's Baldur's Gate 3 stream, uh, you will know that this is probably how they will die. Us <laughs> mm -hmm. characters or the ship? <laughs> oh, it was just a joke because Jake, the first time we played that game, we were in one of these ships and he was breaking things left and right and then he died. Like, okay. died, died real bad. <laughs> what happens to the crystals? Did the tubes oozing change the crystals at all? Um, you notice that... Uh, the more damage you do, the less of them are lit. Uh, a couple flash really brightly and really quickly and then go out as they do so. Um, but nothing dramatic. They just kind of get slowly and slowly darker in the room. Um, I'm gonna put detect thoughts up real quick okay. for anything surprises. Uh, nothing. You sense your friends around you, but beyond that, no. Okay. Um, can I there examine is, the tools on the ground to see if anything looks useful? Um, they are all strange shapes. Uh, there's some that are like a metal shaft with a kind of clasp on them that look as if they could fit different sizes of those tubes that you'd seen within the wall. Okay. Um, there's a file that was clearly used where it's set to pry one of those uh, chitinous panels away from the wall to be able to reach the tubes. Um, there's a few that are the same shape with this octagonal, uh, almost ratchet to be able to fit around the crystals. Um, none okay. of them, they, they seem very specific to their own tasks. Got it. Okay. Um, Tempest, should we continue or? Do you think this is working? <laughs> Maybe we pause it for a little bit and let's explore the rest and then we can come back and take some more aggression out. Okay. In the amount of time that you left her doing that, there's only three of the crystals left still. Let's maybe leave those slightly pulsing for now, just just to be safe. Okay. I open the we'll door. Come back. Okay. Um Tempest, if you walk up to it, it's another one of those sphincters that opens and closes. Um, you, it doesn't open as you approach it, but you can try to pry it open or. I will try to. Okay, give me a strength check. <laughs> Finger the sphincter open. That was a nat uh, 20. <laughs> yeah, you are like able to just pry it straight open. And it's clear, whereas the other one closed after you walked through it, this one's not closing again. Uh, that is that is blown out. Um, <laughs> and My work here. is done. <laughs> uh, as you open that, this room contains a five foot diameter sphere of shiny black metal with small transparent hexagonal windows. 
Sharp That's gotta middle. be it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sharp metal tines resembling grasping claws protrude from the nearby walls and ceilings, stretching towards a sphere, but stopping short of it. Along the walls are low mounted control stations studded with knobs and dials. That's gotta be the brain, right? I think so. I think we should come back to this. Okay. I feel like we didn't check that other staircase before. Like, I'm fully forward blowing this thing up, but maybe let's check the next level. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I feel like this is the, this is going to be the, the kicker. As you are all, as the two of you are moving up uh, to the next level, um, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, I'm still searching through the, the barrels and crates and everything. Um, so you haven't found anything that looks um, obviously explosive as far as what you're familiar with. Uh, you do find more, and I believe the bodies are still down here as well. Um, you do find, okay, um, in the crates, you do find what looks like the same weapons that you know that the two of them used on you. Um, there's three of the uh, of these shiny dark metal contraptions almost reminiscent of a, a crossbow um larger than what either of the the norm the the norm illithids were carrying well i irresponsibly point that at a wall and then try and fire it Okay, um, go ahead and give me an intelligence check with advantage. Oh, thank God for advantage. <laughs> uh, best one was 12. Um, you aim it at the wall, but you cannot figure out where the trigger is. So you're just kind of holding this thing, moving it around, trying to figure out where to actually put your hands. Um, then I go, it's broken, and I throw it at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a, like, there's a sound as it hits the ground, uh, and a light goes off on it. Um, there are two more of those in the box as well as what looks like pieces for another three. Um, and I believe it was Finnick, you said you were searching the bodies? Yeah. Okay, give me an investigation check. Uh, investigation. That is a 19. Okay. Um, so you're easily able to find what it was using to attack um, a smaller metal device that looks like the large one that he was just messing with. Um, it's still clasped in its hands. Um, aside from that, you find uh, a, oh, about a foot long metallic rod. Okay. Anything else to really check on, on it? their bodies? Um, e yes, yeah. That's a dirty 20. Um, it doesn't... It doesn't give off the same magical presence. And this is the rod that you're doing this on? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't give off the same magical presence that you've experienced with anything else Um on this plane, but there is power within it. Okay. Give me another intelligence check. I'll use my last luck point. 
Um, that's a 26. Uh, there appears to be a button on top of the device. And that is, uh, you can surmise pretty easily with that being the only kind of indicator on it that that would be how it was used, was this button. I will look around, make sure no one's around me or like far enough and I'll click the button. Um, the rod vibrates for a second in your hand uh, and both <laughs> Tranquil and Altus, you are incapacitated. You immediately feel your bodies go rigid and you are unable to move. Uh, having my back to them, I'll kind of shake it. Well, this doesn't do anything and I'll toss it aside. <laughs> um, yeah, so both of you are incapacitated. Uh, we will let you know when that ends. Uh, did you want to check the other body or? Yeah, I was going to do all, all of the bodies here. Uh, so go ahead and give me another investigation roll. Uh, 21. Uh, same thing as before. You see another one of these devices, um, the, the small metal one that it was holding in its hand that they were using to attack, identical to the first. Uh, there's a glowing box that's attached to the top of it, just like the other one. Um, and ruffling through his robes, there is also this, uh, it's about the size of a bar of soap of black metal with rounded edges. And it has a red dot set into one edge of it that blinks without a real clear rhythm. Okay. And it's not a button or anything, right? Just a... Nope. Like a top just plate? A, yeah. Okay. And is that everything I see from everybody? That's, any, that's, that's everything that they both have on them. Okay. I will... I guess I'm assuming I turn around to say, hey, look, uh, look at what I found. And then I'll, I'll see them laying on the ground. So that was about 30 seconds of you searching the bodies and they mm -hmm. are still frozen. Oh, shit. Uh, and I'll rush over to Altus um, and see if I can like slap him awake. Nothing happens. <laughs> uh, uh, Quill. Uh, uh. And I'll go, can I do a medicine check to see if I know yeah, what's go ahead. Um, uh, Medicine is a 15. Uh, there's, you cannot figure out what happened. They both just like froze mid pose. They're both obviously in the middle of doing something. Okay. And then as you try to surmise what happened, both of you are able to shake it off. Uh, 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 what the hell did you do? What did you touch? What the hell did you do? What did you touch? I didn't touch anything. Um, and I'll go over and pick up the other metal rod that I threw away. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you give me a D4? Sure. Roll. Is, is that what you touched? Two. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so that is... Uh... And I'll take some time to identify the rod and the box um, while we're doing other things. Okay. Altus, was there anything you wanted to do? Um, having seen Tranquil, 
try to fire it at the wall and go, nah, I must not be working. Like throw it. I, I would like to try the same thing. Okay. Give me a straight intelligence check. Okay. A nine. Nope. Uh, you end up in the same boat as him where it's it's not even clear where you're supposed to hold this thing. So you end up turning it over and over again. Unlike a crossbow where you have the clear delineations of where the bows come out and where the strings attach, this is just the cylindrical barrel and it's so hard to figure out exactly where anything would be on it. Uh, I, uh, after not figuring it out, just kind of smack it against something real quick. See if anything else happens. You have and the, I set it down gently. The same effect where light on it goes as you're doing that. Hey, Coulter, these um, red uh, stasis pod things, is, is there a way to get the liquid out of them? Um, you can definitely try. Okay, I would like to try that. Okay. Um, so first I need a check, a strength check to open the door. 14? Uh, that will do it. Yeah, you're able to just kind of pry it open just enough to like slide your body through it. Gross. Um, uh, and then, uh, so can I get into it or? Uh, so they are floor to ceiling. Like it's a cylinder that runs from the floor to the ceiling. Um, so I guess make an investigation to see if you can figure out how to open it. Hey, that was a 16. Uh, there is a button on one side of it that is clear, clearly a door. Okay. Um, Push you, that button. Part of the glass delineates from the rest as a rectangle forms. It opens and the warm liquid from the inside comes sloshing out. It's super viscous. Um, as it kind of slowly puddles in the room um, about uh, an inch depth for the room over. Okay, I would like to scoop some of it up in uh, my cup that I'm never going to use again from my mess kit. And then I run out and I gesture to Finnick, 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 as I rush out towards the, the outside. I'm busy. Well, well, I will come over and answer Tranquil's call. Uh, you won't help me though. I need I, Finnick. <laughs> I mean, I'll break. My, okay, I'll break my ritual and um, sigh a loud sigh and come over. Yes. What do you want, Quill? Come outside. Come outside. And I need uh, a strength check to open the door. Right. Okay. Yup. That's a fifteen. That opens. Yeah. God, these doors are impossible. How does anyone get in and out of these things? <laughs> I put the cup down and then I point at it and I was like, light it on fire. Let's see if it's flammable. I will firebolt. Okay. Um, as soon as the firebolt hits the liquid, it fizzles out. Well, we're not going to be able to blow anything up that way. <laughs> and let's go back to Tempest and see. You were both, were you both planning on taking the stairs up? Yeah, I think so. So Z, as soon as you step in front of the door, it uh, opens once again, um, oh. as you both find yourself on the uh, uppermost level where there is not 
any more of a staircase to go further. Um, from where you are, murp, murp, murp. Let's see if this is good. There we go. Uh, you're about 45 feet above the ground up here. Um, the room that you enter is the most complex room that you've been in so far. Uh, it's suspended from the ceiling of this high dome chamber is a complex lattice of bioluminescent jellyfish that use the glowing tips of their tendrils to form constellations. A high-backed chair with short armrests capped with sparkly blue crystals, orbs tilts up toward the display in the center of the room. A panel on the starboard wall lies open, exposing pulsing tendril of flesh embedded with crystal shards. And as somebody that is uh, attuned to that, the tendril is what is giving off the signal. Man, these people really like their crystals. I try to break off one of the blue ones. <laughs> Give me a strength check real quick. Oh, I don't want that blue. Oh yeah, 18. <laughs> yeah, it snaps right off in your hand um, from the, and that was the one of the ones on the arms of the chair, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just snaps right off. <laughs> um, it feels cold to the touch. I'm going to attempt to I'm gonna throw a fireball at the throw a fire firebolt at the tendril that's setting off the signal. Okay, give me a roll for that. Sorry, I'm not prepared. Oh, here's the heart. Maybe um, downstairs was the brain, but here's the heart. 13 hit? A 13 hits, yeah. Uh, five fire damage. Okay. Yeah, it like sizzles and it stops for a second. And as it starts to shrivel, it's almost as if it fills with life again and starts pulsing. But Do it, it does look worse for wear. Okay. I attack okay. two. My after he hits it. That's I attack two after he hits it. Ten damage. Ten damage? Um, as that uh, as that second firebolt hits it, it shrivels, turning into powder and falls off the wall into the ground in ash. Okay. I, am I still hearing the signal? Did you nope. do it? It's gone. Well, that wasn't too hard. No, that scares me though. Um, yeah, we should probably get out of here. I want what's back here. I want to explore this last section. Um, as you walk up to the door, it again opens for you. Um, this domed chamber is full of clutter. A lot of piled atop a table with one foot high legs. Behind the table is a five foot diameter crystal sphere mounted atop a low stand. Five strange glowing gizmos are attached to the chitinous walls seven feet above the floor. These devices look like the tips of metal wands held in pincer claws. I now from, well, now from earlier, I would have warned you that that fired at Shivers because last episode Shivers went into that room and they fired at him. So if that helps at all. Oh. You killed it though. It's gotta be dead, right? 
or well, I guess we don't. Well, we never entered into this room aside from shivers. So, um, um, I'll step in the room. Okay. Anything happen? Does a twenty hit you? Uh oh. Oh yeah. I guess they are still active. <laughs> 19. Yeah. Uh, does a 12? No. Okay. So all of them light up at once and turn at you and fire um, these radiant bolts, two of them hitting you as they do so. Um, and you are going to take uh, five radiant damage. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna push Tempest back out the door. We're gonna, yeah, we, we should have left. Yeah, we're, uh-huh. we're, we're, we're gonna go. I don't <laughs> Start walking out of the stairs. <laughs> there's, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything worth it here. All right. As you all make your way back downstairs, what are the rest of you doing in that time? I'll do another um, identify on the two things. I'm going to grab Altus and run upstairs to the second level and check on them. (laughs) Um, They are coming down the stairs right as you all come up. Oh, did you guys find anything flammable? Um, we found stuff that shoots at us, but I think I know, I think there's something we can destroy here that might blow it up. I'm listening. Well, first Tempest hit the walls and it started to like bleed and stuff. So I feel like if we destroyed enough of that, something might happen, but there's also this. Yeah, but blood isn't flammable. No, but it's connected to these crystals that keep going dim when we, the more she hit it. Yeah, losing light, everything in here seems to be very fragile. Because, like, I threw one of those, like, metal crossbow, not crossbow thingies on the ground, and it stopped glowing, so. Um, But there's this, like, weird crystal thing in the back, and I think that's what he was talking about. Or I think that's maybe, like, a power source or something that I think if maybe we hit it hard enough, it'll blow up. But, um... I don't know how we're going to do that and still get out. Well, okay. So uh, I'm assuming you're talking about this room. Yeah, I think we'll go in there and show you. Okay. Um, I'm going to do the same cup trick with the black stuff this time. So while they're doing that, um, Mark, this is what you find on the rod. And... It's a pacifier rod. Uh, any creature within 30 feet of the rod that isn't deaf and has an intelligence of three or lower must succeed in a DC 13 con save or be Ooh. incapacitated for one minute. After each activation, there's a 25% chance that the rod breaks and becomes inoperable. You can tell from your identify it is not presently inoperable. So, okay, so I have two of those? You have one of those, and then you have that little uh, square box. Mm-hmm. That one is a little bit simpler. Um, it is a psi crystal detector. It blinks uh, 
when a psi crystal is within five miles of it, um, and you can tell by the kind of non-rhythmic blinking that it has, it's just checking, but hasn't found anything. Okay. Um, and then, so I had one of the steel rods that I used and then the other one from the second body, right? So there's only one total. Um, so, okay. and I apologize, I might have misstated that, but I, okay. I, I thought you'd thrown it when you decided it didn't work and then went and picked it up. There's just mm. one of those and then one okay. of the little psi crystal detectors and then the two weapons that they were holding. Cool. Um, That's very handy. Right. So back to the two of you upstairs. Um, the fire, uh, who is, I assume it's another firebolt from Z? Yeah, yeah once we get the black stuff- In a controlled the environment, of course. <laughs> Very controlled, yes. Um, go ahead. <laughs> uh, once you hit it, it's like it fizzles and bubbles and plops. And as it lets out that gas, it solidifies. I told you blood wouldn't be flammable. Solidifies? Do we, do we turn this whole place into stone? I don't know if we have enough of this gunk to do that. Yeah. So my thought is if we can somehow hit the crystal, this the round thingy, like, because this door's permanently open, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that Tempest ripped open. Okay. So if we, like, did we check this ballista was frozen? Uh, the one downstairs is frozen. The one up here is operable. Could we like shoot the ballista into here? Yeah. And, Did like, anybody examine that thing at all? This thing? I will go and do it right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the sphere contains charred remains of what used to be a fist-sized crystal. I'm just gonna go outside and like do a perimeter. Sure. So get a little nervous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I try to reach out to the crystal telepathically? Um, you can try, yeah. Okay. Or like that device in general. Um. Give me a give me a wisdom or an intelligence check, whatever you think your telepathy would rely on. Charisma. He's a sorcerer. No, but the, it's the, a special doppelganger abilities. Yeah, the detect the it works differently. Hold on, I actually know which one it is. Okay. Um, that is a fifteen. Okay. Um, you're able to surmise from that. Um, the ship around you is only vaguely alive. It detects you, and that's why it opens the doors for you as a telepathic being. Um, okay. This was likely a power source um, that's burnt out entirely. Okay. Um, Tempest, can I get a perception roll from you as you do your perimeter? (laughs) 
I think you're muted. 12. Um, In the far distance, you see part of the snow darken, uh, and the the darkness moves like across the horizon and then stops. And then it's all clear after that, but there's not like a sound or anything that accompanies it. Okay, I'm gonna keep my eye on that. Um, I would say, why don't we all gather on the uh, cargo bay floor and discuss? While they're doing that, uh, I'll also pick up one of the strange weapons that the Lilithids had and see if I could figure out how to use it. Okay, give me a straight intelligence check. 23. Um, yeah, so you, as you pick it up, um, you are able to just press and it fires one of those bolts that they were using into the wall. It makes a <laughs> sound as you had heard previously. And can I surmise how many more bolts are in this? Give me another intelligence check. That's not good. Um, that is a nine. Nope. Okay. Um, you can see that when you fire, um, there's the, a square unit on top that each of these have that's like kind of a little, um, it's it's yellowish with semi-transparent sides that glows as you use it, is locked into it. And as you fired it, that lit up. Mm. Um, there's uh, six more of those inside the box that the rest of them spilled out of. Okay. But this one, this one appears to be affixed to this. Like not okay. removable. Can I take the six additional as well? Sure. And then have this one. Um, so there's one more of those on the floor still, and then three of the larger versions. Okay, I'll wait till everyone comes down and I'll show them how I got it to work and tell them don't do it because I I don't know how many times it can happen. And then let them know here's six additional things and then two of the bigger ones. While he's explaining, but before he tells me not to fire it, I accidentally fire it again. Yeah, exactly. Are you firing one of the larger ones or smaller ones? One of the larger ones. I go over Um, calmly and smack him on the top of the head. (laughs) It breaks off a piece of the chitinous wall and more of that black ichor sprays out for a second before it calms down, um, painting another one of the barrels. Uh, Altus, upon hearing the loud one go off, kind of like throws his arms up and, God, a little more. Killed him. those, Those are not fun on the receiving end. They look like they're fun on the good end, but, oh. I go up behind Altus and clap my hands really loud. <laughs> I jump a little bit, but not nearly as much as the first time. And then I put my arms down at both sides, my shoulders droop down, and I I would like to burn this to the ground. I agree with Tranquil. I would like to never see one of these again. Put my arm around all this and say, I'm sorry, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't resist. I, we will burn this place to the ground, trust me. I understand. I'm not okay with it, but I do understand. <laughs> okay, um, so the, the balliste up on the top, does that one, you said that one was working? Yes. Okay. 
And then also, before we leave here, let me know who has which of the weapons. Oh, I'm nothing. keeping one of the big ones, I got for the, sure. I got the small one. Okay. I have nothing. I will take whatever I'm handed. Well, actually, I want one, but I am not aware of them. So if someone could give me one, that'd be great. <laughs> I take two, one for my sister. Um, if someone told me about the Psychrystal Detector, I would be interested in that, actually. I'll, I'll bring that up as well. Um, right. I don't know what this detects, but it's apparently something that's close to your weird mind, mumbo-jumbo. Cool. Put it in my pack. Okay. Um, I will tell you, uh, just so each of you know, um, none of you are proficient with these, so they are um, like a straight D20 roll for each of those. Um, they do... Uh, three, Dex, right? Yeah, 3D8 radiant damage uh, for the large and 3D6 radiant damage for the small. Good load. Um, and just for ease as we uh, go through this because I will try to keep track of it but I might need your guys' assistance um, Finnick the one that you have has 44 shots left in it um, who has the other smaller one is I that Altus? Do. Yeah. Okay. Altus the other smaller one has 33 shots left um, uh -huh. each of the large ones uh, each of the three large ones have 30 to start and then how many in the six additional uh, contraptions. Um, the so each of those large ones were fully loaded. Um, so give me another intelligence roll. Uh, that's better. That is a dirty twenty. Okay. Um, so you can tell that the pistols are uh, they're not able to be reloaded. The rifles are able to be reloaded, and you can figure out how uh, where there's a latch that would let you put one out and put one in. And okay. each of those energy cells has 30 more shots in it for the larger guns. And how many of those do we have? Six. Six? Cool. So I'll give three to each of you, since our pistols can't be reloaded. Uh, and, that and then that what's the an range increment on them? Um, let me double check on that. That does mean that there is one more rifle available as well. See if anybody had oh, it. Sure, yeah. Why not? So I was given one of the smaller ones, one of the pistols. Yes. Yep. I'll Me take a pistol if you want guys. a bigger one. I'm fine how, with just a pistol. How I'm big are the big ones? Um the size of rifles. I mean, to put okay. it in like terms that we would understand better. Okay. I can, I'll give you a pistol and I'll keep one of the rifles. I'm okay. imagining Chewbacca's crossbow. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah. Bowcaster, yeah. <laughs> um, then I will take two of the additional uh, magazines. So we each have two. How many charges did you have? Those that had forty-four shots. Cool. Okay. So many things to track. Yeah, I know. Last so. time I was trying to track what each of them were shooting to see <laughs> what was left. By the time you guys got them. Um, and let me check one more thing. What was the question, Altus? Uh, so just to double check, mine, the one that I grabbed had 30 shots left, right? Uh, 33. 33. So, um, I said. so for the pistols, it is a range of 40, 120. And for the uh, rifles, it is 100, 300. And then I know Rio asked before, I don't know if you answered, so we're not proficient with it, but do we add our dex modifier to it? To like yes. damage? Okay. Uh, not to damage to your roll. Got it. 
Just so. So I only ask this because of 5e rule set, but so in most ranged weapons, you do add your dex mod to the damage. These specifically do not? Um, these don't give, um, like, any. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm just, um, I'm just clarifying because when you shoot a longbow, you do add dex to the damage. But if these don't have that, then that's, I just wanted to know for yeah, sure. Yeah, give me a reminder with the longbow, then you do not um, add dex to your uh, roll to hit. You're add, you add it to you add it to both. Okay, then go ahead and add it to both on these as well. Okay. So um, so we're not adding the modifier, correct? Uh, not, not proficiency, but dex for both. Just dex. Okay. Sweet hands. Alien technology. Oh, what? a whole section of the DMG I'd never had to use before. What did our DM just give us? An out. <laughs> An out. Keep All right, so the, so the ballistae on the second floor, that just shoots normal bolts or? Yep. Yep, they are good old heavy crossbow bolts. Um, it is a very odd quasi gnomish looking engineering just for gnomes there's nothing explodey on this whole ship <laughs> um there is a braille like script uh that is across um part of the control panel on the device Finnick. <laughs> oh, comprehend language <laughs> um so it as you do that this is um something that illithids can read with their tentacles and as you can, you know, feel across it, uh, these are instructions on how to fire the weapon. Oh, I'll read out the instructions. Okay. Um, with that, you do all know now how to use this ballista, which levers to pull. It's very clear instructions. That's like mm -hmm. cannot cannot be mistaken. Ikea Ikea instructions. Yeah. Um, if we want to wait. A night. I don't know if anyone else is comfortable with that. I think I have a pretty good understanding of this scroll that we got from the Red Wizard that might help in this situation. Uh-huh. I'm strapping my vial of alchemist fire to the end of the uh, ballista bolt. I thought we'd take a night. Yeah, yeah, 100%, sure. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to be here any longer than we can or has mm -hmm, to be. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to aim it towards the big crystal thing. <laughs> Do but I? Only one of the doors in there is open, so there is a closed sphincter between you and that thing. I go walk up to the door and stand near it. If you hit me, I will kill you. Do I notice <laughs> Tranquil uh, doing this? Uh, I mean, it depends on, are, are you trying to hide it, Tranquil? Not necessarily. Hey, Tempest, help me carry two of these barrels upstairs. I'm outside. Tempest, help me carry two of these barrels upstairs. <laughs> All right, I come in. <laughs> <laughs> I like make the sphincter stay open. Like if I hold it, will it stay open and then like walk away? Um, like is there like a latch I can push or something? <laughs> give me an intelligence check. This is a lot of straight checks in this weird little bubble here. Alien technology, brah. Um, that is a five. 
Uh, not sure. Cool. You know that every time you approach it, it stays open. It's goddamn piece of shit. Stupid doesn't even door lodge. What kind of technology is this? So Freaking. once we get the barrels upstairs with it open, can we like put the barrels in the way of the closing? Um, so it opens in a circle. So if you put the barrels in the way of the closing, it would just close on the barrel. Okay. Then I take the top and bottom off of one of the barrels. So there's now a hole through the barrel. You have now created a grommet in the sphincter that does work. Okay, cool. Now I have the alchemist fire attached to the ballistae and I'm going to take, uh, did you, did you find any tinder while you're out there looking? What? Do you want like me to go wood, to like dry yeah, there's grass. a lot of wood out there. Oh no, I like dried grass and stuff that would like catch fire. <laughs> well, there's also a lot of snow, so Yeah. It's literally freezing outside, Quill. All right. I'm going to start breaking apart the other barrel and setting that up around the contraption so there's wood to burn. <laughs> the, the contraption the brain or the the crystal chamber thingy okay all right and once i have all that done i'm like so everybody's ready to go right i'm gonna lean into the seat and just like not not secretively but kind of in a lower tone whatever tranquil is planning i am a very large fan of I just don't want to tell him that myself. Okay, I feel like that all the time. <laughs> okay. I'm just gazing longingly at my new rifle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Finnick, are we are we ready to ready to roll? I suppose. Z. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tempest? Then I would. Uh, while he's asking people, I would like to let out a maniacal laugh and then fire into the crystal chamber. While we're still on board? We're all outside. We can jump. <laughs> we're ready. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, give me a uh, give me a d20 roll. Uh, for the record, as he shoots this thing, we're all running and jumping off, right? That would be the heroic thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're all on the same page. We are jumping off in oh. one direction. Wait, are you jumping on are you jumping onto the deck below? No, the snow. Into the snow. So you guys are I, I'm not sure how clear this is. You guys like are on this 20 deck. foot up, right? So you would need to jump down to this deck to be able to get down to the snow. Oh, there's oh. walls here. So this is like this. You can just run. You'd have to leap all the way over it somehow to get down. Oh, um, um, it is. I say we get off the ship. Twenty and feet then... from there. Twenty feet from here to here, and then another five feet to the ground. I say we get off the ship, and then I'll message Quill. And Where then... he said he shot it. It's <laughs> yeah. true. I haven't rolled it, buddy. So I haven't yeah. rolled an attack roll yet. <laughs> Give me that attack roll. I'm down for whatever. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my. I rolled in that twenty. 
Okay, so it goes straight through the barrel and lodges into the metal somehow. These bolts are incredible. And you can see through it as that room goes up in flames. It's just an explosion that rocks the ship itself as that is blasted off of the back. The shell and chitinous material being sprayed into the snow as the ship breaks in two. Can I have a dex check from everybody? Oh, good lord. Uh, seven. Nineteen. Fourteen. Three? Okay, everybody that got um, a 15 or above, you're able to maintain your footing and grab onto something as the ship breaks in half and all of it slides to one side. Um, Those of you that did not um, fall off of the battle deck onto the ground below, uh, and I need you to take 20 feet of fall damage. So 2d6, please. You want to roll that or do we? Go ahead. Seven. I'm going to have you guys roll it because you guys are in different areas and we'll see what you land on. Keep in mind that everyone took a short rest earlier, so you should have spent hit dice then. You were should have. Yep. What damage do you each take? Seven. Okay. Nine. Okay. Um, so <laughs> Tempest almost manages to catch herself. It is a hard fall in your legs, but you almost managed to catch yourself. Uh, Finnick lands right on his butt uh, and poor Tranquil hits the ballista below. <laughs> and uh, the half of the ship now, you can see that it's split along this wall basically, um, is burning and smoldering in the snow. The other half of it now tipped up. I I just throw my arms up in the air and go. It's <laughs> pretty badass. Um, I, I slap your bald head. Not too bad. <laughs> get the fuck off this thing. <laughs> Let I, go. Yeah. I stare at it with my eyes huge, and I start laughing, and just kind of put my hands on my head. That was that was incredible. Oh. Best 50 gold pieces I've ever spent. I, you know what? You, let me know. I'll go in next time on it with you. And what is next for our chili chums? Well, I mean, I own the prize, right? There's two reasons why we came out here. Uh, are we up for trying to find the, the other keep? As long as we camp before we do anything about oh, it, I think it yes. should be fine. I wanted to camp before the explosion, but yes, that's a good point. Well, if we would have waited, the explosion wouldn't have been as gratifying. I don't know about that. Should we should we camp near to just to, you know? I don't know. They had those sure. weird tentacle bugs. What if there's more of those around here? Yeah, I probably wouldn't want to do that. Or another ship. Yeah. Yeah. So, As are you, you all going to another ship? V, Z visibly like looks crestfallen, like he's gonna like kill someone. Are phone. you returning to your axe beaks and dogs? Yeah. 
So you all managed to climb down without any further injury, um, walking through uh, the burning mess of this ship as you make your way out, more of that black ichor seeping into the snow. And as you reach the point uh, where you're about 120 feet off from the axe beaks and dogs, you see a darkening in the snow once more. And then one of the axe beaks gets sucked into the ground and vanishes. And that's where we're going to take a mid-episode break so that I can use the restroom. Be right back, guys. <laughs> Don't let it jump at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it is chicken wing that was sucked under the ice. No! Uh, and with that, roll for initiative. No! Uh, 13. My, my chicken. Uh, roll for initiative and say your tearful goodbye. Uh don't worry, Z. Just the fact that we lost one of our axe beaks. Your cleric just turned into a murder cleric. Could have been the dogs. Just be grateful it wasn't the dogs. <laughs> yeah, it better not be the dogs. <laughs> Twenty. Okay. Tranquil Tempest Altus? 17. 11. I've only ever fought one of these things in a video game, so I'm actually kind of excited. I still don't know what it is. Uh, What thing? You don't know what it is. It starts with a B, which means it's a very specific monster, and I'm excited. Oh, right. Um, so from Baldur's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Baldur. Uh, all right, so uh, we are going to start the round with Z. You um, can see a fin moving through the ice towards you. Um, how far away? About 120 feet right now. About or exactly 120. Exactly 120 feet right now. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, then I'm going to throw a firebolt at it. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, that's a natural 20. Uh, yeah, that'll crit. Okay. And we're level five now. Hell yeah. Not yet, because we haven't slept yet. Is that you true? Have to have, you have to log Okay, rest. cool. No, okay, that's great. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's good to know. I didn't think about that. Thank you. Sure. Um, so that's... So that'd be 19 fire damage. Okay. 19 it is. Okay, that'll bring us to Tranquil. It's still 120 feet out? Yes, it has not moved yet. Okay, I'm going to move. It is coming towards you. <laughs> I'm going to move my 30 feet closer to it with shivers. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And then I'm going to ready a booming blade when it comes within 10 feet of me. Okay. And that'll bring us to Finnick. Well, this is interesting. Um, I will also move uh, Turtle Fate ahead. Yeah. 
That's Jesker. Um, and I will, I suppose I'll firebolt it as well. That's an eight to hit. No, a nine to hit. Does not hit. Got it. All right. And that is going to bring us to Finnick. Tempest. I will fireball. <laughs> Tempest. Um, I'm just going to take a double movement here. Oh, shit. Now I got to undo that. Um, and rage. And that's all. And it now moves. to here, and then disappears <laughs> as the fin that you could see burrowing goes down. And that'll bring us to Altus. Oh, great. Um, I'm going to, I should move. I should really move. Let me see. Yeah. So I'm going to move my maximum move distance. Uh, well, if I can, that's not me. That's me. Okay. So I'm going to move to here. And then... I'm just going to ready. I think I'm just going to ready guiding bolt. Is that what I'm going to do? Yeah. Because I can't see it. I don't know where to attack. So I'm just going to be prepared for when it pops up. Okay. So you're going to save an action for when it jumps up? Yes. Or for when it comes up? Yes. Who said jumps? Um, that'll bring us to the top of the round, Tranquil. Well, Z. there it goes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's me. Mm -hmm. Um, it's nowhere to be seen right now. Nope. Okay, I'm gonna throw out detect thoughts. Can I sense it? For where you are, no. 60 feet. Nope. Okay. Um, it's 60 <clears throat> feet, Z? I believe it's 60, yeah. Nope. Okay. Um, I'm going to ready a firebolt for when it pops up. Okay. Okay, so we have two readied actions for when it arrives. Tranquil? I'm going to move slightly to the left, and then same thing as last time, uh, ready a attack when it pops up. Booming blade. Okay. Finnick? Um, I'm going to come up with Quill and... 
So when we ready a spell and that spell, and we like dismiss that ready to action, that spell goes away, right? We already expended that spell. Okay. So I have one first level spell slot left. Samesies! Yeah, I'm gonna ready. Screw it, I'm already burning hands um, if it gets close. If I see it pop up in range. Okay. Excellent. And Tempest. Yeah, if it becomes in relay range, I ready an axe attack. All right. And as you ready that axe attack, it bursts out of the ground directly in front of you both. And. <laughs> Everybody get off your attacks as it leaps <laughs> through the air, landing right where you would have been. <sighs> so uh, let's resolve all those held actions. It's out of my range, so. Me too. Okay. Tranquil, it, I, Tranquil you still would have gotten an attack because of where it started. Sorry, Tempest, you still would have gotten an attack because of where it started. <laughs> But I'm, just, do we want to do initiative order still, or? Uh, you go. You go ahead and go first. Go um, I'll do you, and then Finnick, and then uh, Tranquil, and then Altus. And Z. Yeah. Ten. Ten. Uh, does not hit. Um, so yeah, you slice its underbelly, but it's like your axe just hits it and glances off as it leaps through the air. Uh, go ahead and Finnick. I need a Dex check or Dex save. Sorry for me. That is a 13. Uh, 13 does not make it, and he takes uh, 14 points of fire damage. Yikes. Yeah, as, as she glances off, you scorch its underbelly, leaving a black streak as it flies through the air, and that is going to bring us to Tranquil. Uh, it's out of my range, so. Okay. Uh, Altus? Um. What did you have held? I had Guiding Bolt held. Okay. That's a nat 20. Yeah! On a Guiding Bolt? God damn. Yeah. You guys are just knocking the crap out of this guy. Uh, what do you so do to you but eat your friend? He ate, <laughs> he ate my goddamn axe beak, the bitch! He ate chicken wing. <laughs> which, chicken is wing. which is impressive because they were about the same size. Onion's uh, jaws. It's rough, man. Are uh, we doing double rolls for crit? So it's uh, one full and one roll. So one okay. max, one roll. Uh, so 24 plus... 24 is your max! <laughs> I think both does a lot of damage. Cool, cool, cool. That's totally fine. I'm, I'm really okay with that. that. That's totally fine. Everything's fine. I'm so, fine. Uh, 33 no total. Here. Okay. Like I said, don't touch my fucking axe beaks. Mine are my okay. friends' axe beaks. <laughs> um, it lands on the ground uh, and looks in both directions, breathing out in growls as it's steam coming from its mouth and nose. Ziggy, did you have a held action as well? Sure did, and this has advantage, right? From gutting Gimme, gimme, gimme. Yep. Uh, yes. 
Uh, 17 to hit. Uh, will just hit. I think balls. Um, that is nine fire damage. Okay. Um, it takes it, looks really angry, um, and uses the rest of its movement to burrow again, um, getting a three-quarter cover as all you can see is the fin above the snow um, as it moves. Oh, great. Fantastic. It's coming for you. <laughs> okay, and that's going to bring us to Altus. Okay. Uh, let me measure this boy real fast. See what I have. 36. Oh, I have one first level spell slot left. <sighs> okay. Keep in mind with three quarters cover, it has plus five to its AC. But that does not affect its saving throws. We only have six seconds to absorb that information. <laughs> Sorry. <Okay>. <laughs> what are you doing? Told the dead, okay. pointing at the fin that I can see and request from my DM a beautiful wisdom saving throw. 12. That does not make it. Right. So. Damage me, daddy. <laughs> oh, one necrotic damage. Part of the fin just goes. There's like a little black spot. Yeah, yeah. just fizzling in sadness. Um, and that'll bring us to top of the round Z. Um, Z's got a GTFO. He just wants to cuddle. <laughs> yeah, totally he, just he does. wants to cuddle. Um, You're going to move? Yeah. Is he actually next to me? Yeah. Could I touch the fin? Uh, <laughs> are you trying to do like a melee attack? Uh, I'm trying to see if I can touch the fin. Yeah. Um, with three quarter cover. So yes, you could touch the fin. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, let me let me look up something real quick. I touched the butt. <laughs> touch the bidoof. Okay. I am using my Tides of Chaos to gain advantage on this attack roll. Okay. Um, so nothing happens right now, but um, <laughs> I'm attempting to touch the fin. Okay. He's not made of metal, is he? No. Okay. I don't um, think so. <laughs> does a 19 hit? A 19 does not hit. Oh, balls. Oh. Oh, because of the plus five. Well, I got to move because I can't. Go right ahead. I stayed near this thing. Where are you moving to, bud? Um... Who's the blue one on the left? That's Tranquil. 
Yeah, I'm running a checkpoint. <laughs> Does an 18 hit you? Yeah. 19 piercing damage as it oh. bites your leg as you run away. Oh, good lord. Uh, could have been worse. And that will bring us to... Okay, official D&D lore does state the bullets, their armor plates are metallic. Oh, interesting. Well, I already but had he, it. I... He did miss it, so at least there's that. Right, but so I wouldn't have had to use my Tides of Chaos then. I'm so, I'll still say I used it because... Yeah, no, that's fine. I was just saying you asked if they are metal, and I was like, let me look that up because these are <laughs> would weird you have gotten D monsters? <laughs> Z, would you it have just gotten... would have given him advantage? So Z, would you have gotten advantage then without the tides of chaos? Yeah. Then you can keep your tides of chaos. We'll say. Okay, that. cool. Um, okay, that's gonna bring us to tranquil. Okay, now that uh, my boyfriend has run behind me, I'm going to run towards it. His like leg bleeding as he drips into. I just need to get out of the way, and you were the closest known object. He did have to surface in order to bite the leg, so he is no longer undercover. Okay, I'm going to have my squirrel take the help action. Um, Mark, you're going to have to show me how you're doing that two-step arrow thing at some point. Uh, right, right click. Oh, click I've never seen that done before. All right, and then I'm going to booming. Uh, I'm going to hex him as a bonus action, then booming blade him with my whip. He is hexed. Uh, and I'm going to hex his strength in a hopes that he has to make athletic checks when he jumps. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 15 plus 4, 19? To hit? Yeah. That will hit now that he's not undercover. Cool. Uh, Sorry, C. It's okay. It would have been so cool. Uh, that's eight, nine, ten plus three damage, so thirteen. Um, what you can see of him thrashing around is awful. He is just like destroyed. He's not in a good state. Finnick. Oh, and then I'm just gonna finish my movement over here. (laughs) Um, he's not looking good. You said not at all. Okay. In that case, I will abandon my previous course, and I will uh, do... Send him a muffin basket. (laughs) Um, I will mind sliver. I need to make an intelligence save, please. Okay. Ooh, I'm sure he's really good at that. What is the... Is there a minimum intelligence for that? I know I've asked you this before. It doesn't doesn't say on the spell, no. Uh, That is a... 13 does not make it so he takes some kind of damage on 1d6 psychic uh that is a it was flipped upside down so i was about to say he takes nine damage that's physically impossible he takes six um so jack 1d4 from the next second throw the bullet is about to launch to try to eat dr shivers as your mind sliver hits it and it flops onto the ground like a dead fish, the sound of its metal armor grating against itself as it hits the snowy floor. I throw another firebolt at it. I roar. Oh, don't care. 
Are those native here? Is that something that we have to worry about all the time? Land sharks? I'm so done with this freaking place. I hate this place. Why does anyone live in 10 towns when there's giant sharks that live in the ground? Um, Can I get an intelligence check from Z? Yeah. He said check, not saving throw. Not Finnick, because he's native? That's, uh, um, that's a 17. Okay. Um, so this is totally something the mind players would collect. Oh, thank God. No, this is from gnome things, Ill- illithids. You don't, you still live here. Every moment that passes, I am happier and happier that I blew up that ship. So okay. I'd, pro- I'd probably go up and give you like a kiss and be like, I am too. I blush purple. I don't just, what? blush, so. <laughs> I'm just oh, stomping yeah, around in the background. I didn't get to do any damage. I didn't get to hit it at all. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, the the uh, skin of this thing might sell for money. Ew. <laughs> what, you skin wolves, but skinning the land shark, that's too far. Z is so, <laughs> Z is so down. Can I attempt to skin this or like harvest anything? I'd like to go help Z mutilate this thing. Yeah, if you can. So Z, with Altus's help, give me a a, a roll of advantage. Uh, How are you trying to do it? Um, skin it. So using a knife or something. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I have my um, I have leather working tools now, but you can't use them. (laughs) <laughs> who has a dagger or a knife i have a dagger okay dagger will work um yeah go ahead and give me a roll with advantage then with altus's help uh just a straight roll um uh we can do a dex roll wow, 20 um yeah with altus kind of guiding you and like helping you to hit the blade in you're able to pry off three of the plates um of it of this odd metallic material that covers uh, the side of it that's exposed and you're able to get three of these plates that are not burnt they almost just look like oblong sheets of steel i'll take them and i'm gonna spit on it where i cut it and then walk away (laughs) more strange black icor bubbling out onto the snow Oh, so it doesn't look edible? Um, oh, wait, that's Rook. Never mind. Never mind. Rook's not here. <laughs> we yeah. find a place to rest, please? Yeah, please, yeah. God. Yeah, like uh, I mean, at this point, you are quasi back towards the trees that you were at before, um, having been uh, approaching your edibles. Uh, all of those the people, all of the remaining axe beaks are losing their minds trying to break their bonds um as they are waiting for you to approach um the dogs actually are pretty chill <laughs> they watch uh, the whole battle boys. they job. know the threats uh threats <laughs> neutralized um I like to see. calm mutton chops as much as i can and get his faith restored in me you are roughly here just at the in that like crook of the trees if you can see where that is I think you're on uh, DM layer. 
I am indeed on do not show this layer. Um, no, no, I saw it on Hanks. Yeah, yeah it's just it's green. It's it. a little hard to see. Um, um, I want that for the measurements, but. I'll use my talk with animals warlock invocation to calm the axe beaks down in their own language. <laughs> uh, give me a charisma roll with advantage. Persuasion? Yes. No, we're gonna die. No, you're really not gonna die. That's 17 plus nine. So yeah, you managed to remember not to say the names that you gave them in their own language. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my we left we lost chicken wing. I mean Randy. <laughs> um but yeah, no, you're able to calm them down easily. I just love the fact that Tranquil walks up to him and starts going, They're surprisingly um, intelligent for what they are. Uh, yeah. They calm down shortly, um, asking about seed. Um, and soon I get, get out the I get out their food and then I go to, to Ichabod and go, so Ichabod, uh, Z is going to ride you from now forward as uh, your friend uh, lives underground now. Ichabod. He's like too obsessed with the feedback over his nose. Oh, friend, 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 friend. Yes, friend, friend, seed. Stress eating. Goodness. Uh, I will take RP that I didn't know we would have to do ever for 200, Alex. <laughs> um, does not seem to remember that he had a friend as he <laughs> starts. Oh, seat his friend. Yeah. Well, guys, good news is I don't think the Axe Beaks will be overly affected traumatically by this experience as uh, all they care about is eating now. So uh, well, Ichabod's down for you to ride him, though, Z. I okay. got his consent. I'm so happy that they're not going to be mentally affected by this. However, <laughs> the rest of us, we need to sleep because I'm about I mean, to have a panic attack. I was assuming that it was one of them at least was going to get eaten. That's why I gave mine the name or chop i give you the weirdest look i've ever given you and then pat you on the shoulder and i'm like that that tracks how are we setting up camp and where are we setting up camp uh can we go two hours away from where we currently are and then camp Yeah, so um, so if you go two hours away, you're able to get um, about two miles away from where you are right now. And that's going to put you, let me see if I can do this. You can get all the way over, oh, burp, burp, burp. You can get all the way over to roughly here on the base of that, um, see that the Crescent Mountain where you were at? Directly um, below You can get all the way to below it, yeah. You got it. Cool. So we set up camp and then uh, I feed the dogs and I feed the, the Axe Beaks their normal meal uh, as before it was just a calming snack. Comfort, <laughs> yeah, comfort food. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm detecting thoughts once we've picked the police. Um, nothing. Okay. Nothing here. Uh, it only is clear how much time has passed once you all are feeding the animals and setting up the tent again, um, 
with the way that this darkness is happening, it's so hard to tell the passage of time without having the sun to track across the sky. And as you pitch the tents, you see what you saw the last time you pitched the tents, the aurora beginning to stretch across the sky from one side to the other as it begins, bringing you back to this twilight. Um, is there anything you would like to do before your rest? Well, Finnick has to shoot off his firebolt at the aurora like he does every night. Already done. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring one of the empty uh, ration uh, boxes for the animals and a little lantern over so that uh, Finnick can work on his scroll work. So he has a little desk. Um, actually, are we using the dog sled as well, or was is this on Axe Peak? We have the dog sled as both. well. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will be on the dog sled in the two hours. Um, working on scroll work. Oh, but I wanted to be nice and bring you a little desk. But I also need four additional hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the rest of you, I could take first watch. Okay, I'll stay up with you. It's been a while since we've done a sibling hang. Okay. <laughs> You gotta show me how to use this new gun. It's freaky. As long as we don't fire too many times, because we will run out of ammo. But yeah, let's find a tree that looks like it has squirrels in it and then just go for it. No offense, doctor. You can make more doctor shippers. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, can I get <laughs> perception checks from the two of you? I assume that means that Z and Altus are resting as... Uh, I believe it sounds like Finnick is working through first watch. Oh yeah, I'm definitely watching. Doing Thank my scroll. Seventeen. Uh, it is a it is a very quiet night. Um, you see on the horizon, far away, just because of how dark everything is, um, the very very dim lights of 10 towns beyond as their evening lights go up. Um, and another set of very dim lights to the east of where you are. Hmm. But there is no motion, no noise, nothing here. And it stays con constant? Um, it, it, yeah, yeah, all of the lights stay constant in the darkness. As it gets later and later towards the end of the watch, those lights of Ten Town die out little by little until they're imperceptible. Um, but those lights to the east are consistent. Once I feel like Finnick is so absorbed that he couldn't hear us even if we tried, uh, Tempest, it must get hot wearing all the winter clothes all the time, right? That's fine. I just, I just know that, you know, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I just worry about you because you're hefting that giant axe around all the time, and I'm pretty strong. Yeah. You want to arm wrestle? Sure. <laughs> oh God! Now we gotta arm wrestle. <laughs> yeah, give me opposing strength checks. Ooh, that was pretty good. I got a 22. 
16. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it's a struggle for a moment, but slam. Crack the ice. Don't ever say I'm not strong ever again. Oh, no, 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 no. That was a, it was a good fight. It's a good fight. Uh, you want to try again? Sure. Two out of three. I would, like to, I would like to sleight of hand hex her strength checks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, give me a slide of hand versus a perception. I arm wrestle recklessly. <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> I rage <laughs> arm recklessly. You would have to rage first. It out. No, it's fine. I won't. Do uh, uh, so I got an eighteen on my sleight of hand. She slammed your hand. She slammed your hand down so hard that she took damage. So now she rages, <laughs> and then she recklessly arm wrestles. Helena, what's your perception check? My per- oh perception. Oh, I guess I'll just use that roll I just used then for that, which is seven. Okay, so you do not notice okay. that he hexed you. Ooh. Um, all right. So yeah, let's give this another uh, opposing strength with a hex strength. Oh no, seven again. <laughs> I got eighteen this time. You oh, brother- I guess roll disadvantage, but I'm sure that's. <laughs> Your brother somehow manages to slam your hand down. Okay, now I am at raging. (laughs) I don't don't have any more, so that's lucky for you. I I stomp away. (laughs) Come back, come back. I cheated, I cheated. It's fine. (laughs) And then then we finish out our watch. Yeah, that was the end of watch one. And as you two go to bed, who is taking the second watch? Um, I will. All right, Finish. the alarmist. Uh, Alta should take it with me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I need to take a watch with Altus so we can bury the hatchet too at some point. I got to remember to do that next time. Yeah, just don't bury the hatchet in each other. Um, let's go with Altus and Z then. Give me a perception check, gentlemen. Gentle days, because Z is... A little more fluid, I guess. Anyone being able to become anyone? Okay. Uh, my passive perception is great, but this this check was a, a seven. Oh, even with your plus five? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um. Yeah, it is a beautiful night, and the aurora is particularly entrancing. Um, Altus, you can't really focus on anything but those lights. It's as if they're trying to give you a message all on their own. It's just uh, so pretty. How does it, how do they do it? Z, far off in the distance, although it's a little bit hard to tell in the dark, um, you do see more forms moving parallel to you all. Um, not coming anywhere near the camp, but just moving through the trees away from you. Uh, and you also are able to catch the light to the east. Mm. I don't say anything. Okay. Because I assume these are nomad barbarians, and while I support Finnick, I don't want to start any more fights. The rest of the watch is uh, fairly uneventful, and um, all of you wake up to the cold dark. Well, so I was going to. Oh, please go ahead. Um, Altus. Uh, yes, yes, see. What's this god that you follow? Uh, um, and I kind of pause for a second, trying to like get out of the trance of the, the lights. 
Tyr. 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 Why do you follow him? Uh, you know, he's a lot of work. He's uh, just, and I actually like kind of shift around a little. Um, you know, he's he's the god of, of justice. That just seems uh, right. Yeah. Why? Why does that seem right to you? Like I, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to patronize you. I'm coming from a place of I don't. I don't understand why justice would be something you would worship. Uh, well, all right. So you remember how I told you I wrote that expose and mm-hmm. in a way brought my own version of justice down on many people who deserved it. Um, it just, it's fitting that the people who deserved it paid a price for what they had done. And uh, it's kind of what I like to go for in, in my beliefs. And Tear was the most fitting. Um, yeah, yeah. What other, do other, do people worship Tear for other things or is he just justice? I don't, uh, and I put my head down and I kind of like rub the side of my head. Z, you, uh, you've, you've been very forthright with us after some coercion. Uh-huh. I feel like I uh, know many things about you and where you come from and your past. Uh-huh. I'm a spy. I, a spy I for what? I don't follow Tyr. Um, just in, in the interest of protection, I'm not going to fully out what's going on here, but um, I, my, my clerical work is sometimes fun, but uh, not my life's work. Who are you, or what are you spying on? Well, um, and out of my pocket, I pull out a um, polished stone with a um, harp and an arrow engraved into it, and I just kind of it away. I may have misspoke. I'm trying to remember what that was. No, you're prepared for this conversation tonight. Yeah. That would work. What, and, is, uh, what does that mean? Um, just a, a, a group of people who believe that evil runs rampant through the world and needs to be reined back in as best as possible from all reaches of life. All the stories I've told Finnick of, of Neverwinter and Waterdeep were, were real. I did have humble beginnings, but I wasn't taken in by the church. I was taken in by, by my brothers and sisters. 
So do you actually get your power from Tyr? I get uh, some powers from Tyr. Like I said, I do study and I do okay. some clerical work. But uh, you'll you'll notice that sometimes the the powers from Tyr don't do as well as they should. And for that, I then I reach for the sword. Okay. And also, if you uh, ever back back in Brenchander, if you ever meet a, a homeless woman, uh, pretty cloaked up, trying to hide under her hood, um, don't don't give her any money. She's very convincing. She does not need it. Okay, good to know. Oh, uh, oh, that's Beltora. Oh, okay, filing that one away. Um, oh, yeah, she she leans into her cover. Cloaked hooded woman. Um, well, that was very enlightening. I, uh, I, uh, I appreciate how forthright you've been with everybody, and uh, I hope you know that I trust you fully and completely. And Sam, I hope Tranquil doesn't take my head off in my sleep some night. Sam, I don't think you will. I don't think you will either. Although, Although it may not be a good idea to reveal this stuff right now. Yeah. Maybe wait till we're back in town or in a more civilized setting. It'll have to work its way in naturally. I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think Tempest is good? Never mind. Never mind. I'm Pat, you're the to say I think she'll be fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, the weight off my shoulders. Oh. <sighs> That was a good one. Uh, that's I'm, I think I'm done with questions. <laughs> I passed the game with 20 questions. I mean, yeah, I mean, that wasn't the intention, but there we go. Okay. How about that, Aurora? That, <laughs> uh, morning comes and all of your comrades awake as the Aurora dissipates above you. I'm, as you wake up, I'm I'm right in your in your face, Quill, and I'm like, okay, we never did that third arm wrestle. We need to do that now. <laughs> and you okay, are all now level on, five. Just, <laughs> hang on, just real quick. <laughs> I don't know. Should I try the sleight of hand again? No, no I kill me. <laughs> do you need components for that? I knock your. I've already hidden your component pouch. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look up Hex's components. Hang do on. I, I don't think I do. do. I, <laughs> did I hear that they're gonna arm wrestle? I mean, she wasn't subtle, and you guys were already awake at this point. So I want to walk over to Tempest and just be like, "You got it," and then go out for like a fist bump. And if she does it, I'm gonna cast guidance. <laughs> 
Uh, it does require a petrified eye of Newt or my spell focus, which is my whip. So if she had taken those two things, I cannot cast it. <laughs> and she is guidance. What's that? Plus four? The deep four or whatever? Plus D four, yeah. Uh, Quill, are you sure this is a good idea, son? <laughs> I don't know, because I rolled a five. <laughs> Seven again. <laughs> Thank God you rolled a five. <laughs> well, that just means it was much closer than it should. It was, yeah, way more of a struggle than you'd expect. Not as close. <laughs> Wait, was it a seven with D four and your modifiers? Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a two. Yeah, so it was. It's really back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. It's a good four minutes before you're finally able to fight. His You're hand cheating again. I know it. The <laughs> You're the one who got magic from from Altus. <laughs> from off to the side, you can't prove it. <laughs> With oh. your newfound victory, what are you all going to do for the day? Uh, I'm going to bonus action hide from my sister. I tell um, everyone about the lights, and that's where I think the fortress could be, I guess. Did you guys see those lights last night? Yeah. Oh, they were beautiful, the ones in the sky. Almost entranced. No, no, not those ones. Oh? oh there right. were other ones. Those are beautiful, too, though. I'm sorry. Also, Altus, you should be careful. Our real steals people's souls if they stare at those too long. She would. I've seen of- her do it. It's not pretty. It's okay. You didn't have much to begin with, so it shouldn't show for a while. Uh, this fucking guy. Really. <laughs> I pack up. I'm ready to go whenever everybody is. Yeah. How are you? I pack up as well. How are you all proceeding? How are you going to continue on your path? What are you doing? Well, we have to take the dog sled, and now I don't have an axe beak, so. <laughs> and. Can't someone ride on the sled? How are you navigating? I, I ride on the sled. Oh, I assumed we could use the stars, couldn't we? Um, the stars are partially visible, but uh, are you uh, are you using the map from East Haven? Are you um, trying to guide based on the lights that you saw? Are you what's Both. okay? Yeah, we should use the map for sure if we have it. Would it be unwise to cast light on whoever's like Axe Beak is leading the pack or the front of the dog sled or anything and get some light around? Well, we can all see in the dark though. Uh, except for Finnick. Jessica to do that, so I should be okay. 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 To be honest, casting so, light would just make us stand out more than anything. That's why I'm double checking before I say anything. There is a light snow in the morning, um, but for the most part, it's a surprisingly clear sky. Um, generally speaking, every other day or so, there's a blizzard or some sort of weather anomaly that reaches through with this new eternal winter that's been going on for the last year. But today is crystal. Um, it is very easy to tell your bearing by the sky. Um, And although it takes you the better part of a day, uh, you are able to continue to follow 
the lights that you knew through the twilight, through those hours where you lose that Eastern light that you had before. Um, the map is not a difficult follow as you come upon a point about here, if you guys can see, um, where yeah. these mountains turn into a valley and the path narrows as you approach it. Coming within that, um, these snowy foothills beyond low-lying clouds, we're now approaching about four in the afternoon after a full day of travel, travel, travel. Uh, these low-lying clouds obscure icy peaks of the gargantuan mountains that form the spire of the world. Eventually, you get above the clouds as you continue to climb towards that dim light and behold a sheer mountain wall rising more than a hundred feet before you. Carved high on the wall are rows of arrow slits with lights burning behind them and clinking sounds issuing from them. There's a narrow staircase hewn from the rock that leads up along the side of the wall. This isn't like the other fortress. Much, no. much bigger. Yeah. What are we getting into here? We're getting into, dude, what you mean, Good how are Lord. we leaving this to somebody else's, to be somebody else's problem? Is what I, you mean, I right? could be meaning that, yes. <laughs> That is what you see. Are those figures supposed to be us? Because none of us use spears. No, but those, yes, those figures would be you. How far away at this point are we? Um, you are uh, about 200 feet away from the base of that staircase that you see hewn into the stone. Uh, I don't think a frontal assault necessarily is going to work. Uh, Unless what? they accept us in. How are they going to do that, Master? We're not Druagar. I mean... That moment both me and Finnick look at Z. <laughs> we could be prisoners. I that we could. And we do have something that they want. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like this is something we should probably cover next episode. Are you all approaching the stairs at least? Or what do you, are you, are you going to have Z transform? I think we should at least try it out. I don't think we should run Z. Are you able to? So I can try. However, none of my, I can't fake looking like one of them clothed like my clothes don't change i think but that's probably fine a craft ton of druagar armor yeah not, back in not, the tavern not with us we could run back get it and come back we could see if people come and go and maybe we can jump i think we do that ambush. i think we 
I like that idea. Wait a little bit, see what the activity is like. We could send out Jessica and Shivers to like scout about. Not a bad idea. So as you set Jessica's and Shivers to do that, the rest of you watching the doorway to see how the assumed Duragar and Tor exit the compound from high above comes a loud grinding noise as large sheets of ice break off of the fortress walls and tumble down the mountainside. Suddenly, great doors of ice previously hidden under snow stand open more than 300 feet above you. And from between them flies a huge dragon made of dark ice. Its eyes glow with a bright golden light as it lets out a terrible roar, hurls itself into the air and glides away from the fortress, then turns and heads north to 10 towns. Uh-oh. And that's where we'll end tonight. Thank you guys so much for uh, for staying with us through all this. I know this episode had a lot of twists and turns as we uh, figured out where we were going. Uh, and I am super, super curious to see what happens in the next episode. Um, we really appreciate y'all uh, liking, subscribing, following us on uh, YouTube and all of the links in the doobly-doo for our Facebook, Twitter, um, Twitch now back on here. Uh, and of course, Patreon. So thank you all so much for our Patreon followers for uh, for sticking with us. We have Sparky, David Lugo, David, Daniel Scott, and Reels Mom, as well as most recently, Alistair. Um, so thank you all so much for subscribing to the channel. We really appreciate it. Of course, uh, they get our after party videos, which we'll be shooting right after this for the characters that, sorry, questions that these characters might have after they saw what they just saw. Um, First one being, that. what the fuck? Mm. <laughs> Almost, <laughs> Almost exclusively. Is if we can end every episode with the WTF. Yep. <laughs> um, aside from that, though, if you have questions, comments, concerns, or corrections, feel free to hit us up on any of those platforms, not just Patreon. We will definitely reach out to any of those questions that we had, as a lot of you that are frequent commenters will know. Um, and with that, we will end with our sign-off that is from one of our patrons. And that is Roll for Initiative and say your tearful goodbye. Good night, everybody. Yes.